Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. We pray, Lord, that you will minister to our hearts, speak to us, and let us leave this place healed and whole. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I am ending my series on the madman of Gadara, or how to deal with devils. And I am sharing today about a very important part of dealing with the devil. Amen. How many want to overcome Satan in your life? All right. And I want you to listen to this part very, very, very carefully because I believe the Lord is going to speak to you personally. Amen. Amen. I'm going to read to you uh, five, four different scriptures and uh, we'll take off from there. The first one is 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 11. Are you going to find it in your Bible? Very quickly, please. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Everybody say devices. Devices speaks of strategies and plans. The work out of the things that Satan has planned. Hallelujah. So, his devices, his schemes, his traps, his agenda. And we are not ignorant of the schemes of the devil. Uh, we also want to read Second Corinthians chapter 11 verse 3. Are you there? Verse 3, it says, But I fear... Lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Jesus Christ. Amen. God does not want our minds to be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The next scripture is 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Uh, let's read Ephesians chapter 6 first. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11. Ephesians 6 11. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Against the what? The wiles. First he spoke about devices. Now he's talking about wiles. The next verse is 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 9. 2 Thessalonians if you find 1st Thessalonians, you'll find 2nd Thessalonians just after 1st Thessalonians. Alright? 2nd Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 9. It says, Even him, talking about the Antichrist, whose coming is after the working of Satan. In other words, it's just like how Satan behaves. With all power and signs, and lying wonders. Everybody say lying wonders. 
In other words, wonders which tell you lies. That's Satan. Who's coming is after the working of Satan. And how is the working of Satan? With power, with signs, and with lying wonders. Revelations chapter 12. And we want to read verse number 9. That's the last but one verse we are reading. Revelations 12 verse 9. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan. Which deceiveth. Which does what? Deceiveth the whole world. That is Satan's work to deceive the whole world. Is that not so? He was cast out into the earth. And his angels were cast out with him. He deceived the whole world. Revelations chapter 20 and verse 7. Again on the devil. And we are see, discovering how to deal with the devil. Amen. And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison. Verse 8, and when he is loose from his prison, what will he go and do? He shall go out to deceive the nations, which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. Verse 8, notice, and shall go out to deceive the nations. Amen. Now, tell somebody, I'm glad God made me sit by you. I am going to pinch you whilst the preaching is going on so that you stay awake and receive the word. Do you agree to my pinching? What do they say? Tell the person, by the way, I want to be your friend. What is your name? Can I be your friend? All right. Have you found out his name? Okay. Now, Listen, I'm preaching for just five, ten minutes maximum, and I'm out of here. Amen. Satan's greatest work against us is to deceive us. He's a liar and the father of lies and of all people who lie. And so Satan's attack against you is to lie to you and to make you believe a lie and to get you to the point where the lie is more part of you than the truth. To the point where even when you are thinking about the lie, it does not occur to you that it may not be true. The Bible says when he, Satan was bound for 1,000 years and when he was released, he didn't go to possess people like the madman of Gadara. He went out to deceive them. In other words, to make, deceive is different from telling a lie. When you talk of deceive, you, you, you get more of a complete and it has worked. Then you say it's deceived. Not that he told a lie. But he, it, it, the whole thing has worked. And Satan's greatest work against us pastors is to deceive us. Satan makes us think that we are fighting. Notice, when the devil was deceived, when the world was deceived, what did they do? They went to battle with each other. Most people who fight quarrels are because of deception. We are often deceiving into thinking that this is my problem, this is my enemy, this is the one I'm fighting against. So we engage in fighting. 
But that is not our problem. Sometimes we are fighting with what is our best friend. And we don't even know. So Satan's strategy is to deceive and to send us to battle. Husbands against wives. Wives against husbands. Church members against pastors. Pastors against church members. Friends against friends. Colleagues against colleagues. The devil deceives and we fight. We follow the fight that he he makes us think so strongly about this that we engage so strongly in certain fights which are not important at all. So Satan's strongest work against me as a pastor is to deceive me. Even in the miracle ministry, you know, it's easy not to believe in miracles. It's very easy. Now I have decided to become very humble and very foolish for the Lord. I am like somebody who has not even been to school or even I'm not even a nurse. When I hear people giving testimonies, I just give glory to God. As a simple man who is hearing and believing. You see, a time came where even me, you see, the pastor that you are even praying for the people, a point can come where you yourself are, you don't believe. One day I was taking a testimony from somebody. The, the person was a, doc, uh, was a doctor. You know, in a, in a country somewhere. And at the point he said, look, I said, I'm healed. You know, I know what I'm talking about. But I was asking, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? I said, look, I said, I'm healed. That, that, that is it. And then she went, another time I was talking to somebody that was asking questions. He said, look, I'm not a small boy. I say I'm healed. <laughs> in fact, he, 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 was, he almost beat me on the stage. Not really, but I mean. So you realize that we can easily be deceived. That is why there are many churches. The church, the pastor is like a school teacher. He just comes with his nose to lecture. There's no difference between a school teacher and then the pastor. Jesus did not just preach. He preached, he taught, and he ministered the power of God. And as soon as we become deceived, those things are out of our lives. We don't believe in it. As soon as we start to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, we don't believe anything anymore. We start to look at things and like, is it good or evil? Always, is it good or bad? Is it good or bad? People believe in falling under the power. Yes. Then at a the point that they start to look at this thing. Are you sure? Then they start to. And at a point where then they exclude themselves from ever being blessed. It's true. That is how come people can be so much into something at a point, you see that the whole system is different. Because gradual deception has entered until now. There is very little belief. Because I minister a lot, laying on of hands is my work. Preaching is my work. I can see sometimes people who are receiving when I'm preaching. I can see sometimes people who believe me. Even who believe in me as I'm everybody's pastor, but there are people who believe me more. Oh, yeah, there are different levels of it. And I can see when you lay hands on a lot of people, some people, when you lay hands on them, you might as well be laying hands on Kwame Nkrumah's statue. You might as well lay hands on Kwame Nkrumah's statue. And there are others who are, who are just like light electric wires receiving the anointing. You don't necessarily have to fall to receive the anointing. You can even see the difference between somebody who is not falling under the power and somebody who is also not falling under the power, but he's also not receiving. There's a difference. 
So ladies and gentlemen, Satan is ready to deceive. May you not be deceived. May I not be deceived. In fact, the other day God revealed it, showed me so much that I was asking the Lord, Hey Lord, take me home before I'm deceived. It would be better to go to heaven than to get to a place where you are deceived. I see you being delivered from deception in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The greatest attack on your life, Brother Kobe, is not against your business. It's against your mind. It's to deceive you. Once your thinking is wrong, that's all. When you see a car moving, it's not because it's a BMW or it's a Honda. It is because of the one inside the car. Because when I was driving my small Renault 4, Mercedes-Benz BMW couldn't pass me. Nobody could pass me. It's not the car. It's the one in the car. And how he presses the things. So, it's like, it's like you get the mind lesson. The mind of the person. Not, 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 not just, you know, something that is in the person's life. But the person itself who controls everything. You get it. You got the whole thing. That's why Satan is ready to deceive. He's ready to lie. And to speak the lie. And you know what? When you want somebody to believe a lie. I think I've taught this somewhere before. When you want somebody to believe a lie. You have to know how to say it for him to believe the lie. Number one, you mustn't tell a very big lie. I'm teaching you how to be a better liar. <laughs> no, you have to, how to tell a lie in a way that your lying will succeed. You don't have to tell a very big lie. Like for instance, to tell a lie, for instance, like Satan is good. Satan is a good person. Believe that straight away, or to say all those who Satan will go to heaven and believe all I go show you some. I'm going to give you about five. Find them your mind. Uh-huh. One is you, you have to tell that near them. <laughs> Pastor was you see, I was used to drive, also drive a car. Ah, it looks true. If I was a dog, the car that I'm driving. And if I was so why would I take so much of them such a nice car for myself? Looks true now. How many? True. Thank you. So if you tell a lie, and I don't have time, that's not what I'm talking about. I can deal with that issue. Or I have time for that now. So if you believe a lie, our church does. If you notice, you are free. You can, can go. And this one is you must tell sometimes. If you want people to believe your lies, you must. I was reading a book, and he said one of the key things then double agents or uh, people are plotted after the people begin to be you. so for instance if the body that meant sent to us with that he will say back about the government so this is mpp people which your government is dt he will say people they are this and that he'll give you some inside information so this guy his paper is really in fact he's helping us outside so nothing to believe in the it's he's told you then the next one is mix them mix child you are gone and God said you shouldn't eat of become like like God knowing it's true knowing good and evil so it's true plus the lie you don't 
you, you, you shall not die. If he said you will not die, but you die. You become like God, but you die. You're no good and evil, but you die. So the two are together, and it looks, it looks true. And if you think about it, why should you give us 10,000 trees and this particular tree you tell us to eat, or this tree, why don't you want us to eat? Maybe you know there must be something you are keeping back from us. Anyway, so most of Satan's powerful deceptions are so subtle, they are so close to the truth. So close to the truth that it's difficult even for the most anointed pastors to even see the difference between the lie and the truth. Because it's so close. It's almost the same thing. And the Bible calls him the one who deceived the whole world. The whole world. The whole world. I mean, you can deceive Ghana for 10 years or 15 years or whatever. But at a point that the people will say that, no. It's not a good thing. We are changing you. But this somebody who just did not just deceive, uh, uh, just deceive the people from Ashanti region or the people from Volta region or the people from Northern region or the people from Brongahafo region. He deceived everybody. But it's not easy to get greater Akka region, Ashanti region, Western region, Eastern region, Northern region, Brongahafo region, Volta region, all the 10 regions to vote for you. But you may get one region to vote for you fully. You don't understand what I'm saying. Anyway. So ladies and gentlemen, I just want to share with you a few deceptions that I want you to take note of. And and these are very big lies, but they are so close to the truth. When I even say you will not believe that it's a lie. Number one. And you know, I've almost finished preaching because my time is up and I'm closing when it's time because I've not been paid over time. All right. <laughs> I'm a bit of a time. Write me and that I know whether I can time. Uh, now, to, the, to work, it is better to work for earthly achievements and earthly things, treasures and achievements, than to work for heavenly rewards. It is better and more important to work for earthly achievements like. Your medical degree, your degree, PhD, your house. Very important, more important. That is why when I became a pastor, people said, oh, and you are leaving your medical? You are leaving your medical profession? Oh, why? Don't you know that you can do both? Because the whole church believes that is better. Even the church believes it. And because you see me now as your pastor preaching. That's why you now you, you've seen me in this position. So you are happy with me. You like me to stay there. But some years ago. Some years ago I, it wasn't like that. I was just a young graduate. From the university. And everybody thought it would be better for me. To follow a good career. And have my good achievements. Christians. Everyone. That is why there are few people who will even volunteer themselves to be full-time in the ministry. I, I just want to give my life to the ministry. And now if you come to the ministry full-time, it's not an alternative job at all. You, you are going to be buried like a seed. You will vanish from earth. And you will 
disintegrate. Later you will come for and bear fruit. If only you can. If only you can. It's better. What do you do? Go to this and do that and this and that. It looks more important. It looks more powerful. More dignified. It looks dignified. To, to, if I walk with my wife, say, this is my wife. She's justice. So and so. She's a judge. The other day I was walking with a judge. An auntie of mine who is a judge. And I, I thought to myself, oh, how important I feel. I felt so important walking with a judge. Justice, so and so. And I was just walking majestically. And I felt so confident because I was walking with a judge. Is, is, does it not sound impressive? If you, you, your wife is a, is, a, is, a, is a judge in the uh, high court or the appeal court. My wife is an appeal court judge. When I'm speaking, I can say, you see, my wife's an appeal court judge. You see, and there are certain things, you see, <laughs> Justice Adelaide, you know. It's a, <laughs> yeah. It's a, a real, you know. <laughs> it's a lady pastor, you know. It's like a, a lady pastor, something, something. It sounds more powerful. It sounds, and it looks and it's appreciated more. If I call, if I call people and I say, I'm sending you abroad to go and do your bachelor's degree in, 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 in Harvard, it sounds so. But if I say, come, I'm sending you to Dawadawa number two. And you are going to live in Dawadawa number two village until you die. And you're going to learn how to speak Dagbani and stay there. Most of you are feeling sad or you are feeling I've punished him. I've done something bad to him. But I can tell you that this brother who may go and live in Dawadawa number one and Dawadawa number two, he is going to have a higher place in heaven than a justice of the Supreme Court or the appeal court. Far, 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 far more. Obey. <laughs> Look at him. He does not believe it. Because <laughs> he's deceived. Will you go to Dawadawa number one? I'm, I'm at Elijah. <laughs> you see? It doesn't, it looks as if I'm spoiling his life. I'm spoiling his life. But I'm rather giving him an earthly throne, a heavenly throne, sorry. If he was your child, and I say, okay, I'm sending him to that village on the way to the north or in the north or beyond Tama, it's like I'm spoiling his life. But if I come and I tell, go and tell your parents that your bishop is taking you to, 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 to Frankfurt. Or tell that your bishop is taking you to, 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 to Scotland, Glasgow. Go and tell them. Will you tell them to, to work for the Lord of America? They will all come to me and say, thank you. We want to thank you for you are helping our son. You are helping our son. You have helped him. Oh, in fact, you have helped our family. They will write to you, thank you cards. Thank you, letters. I've sent people to certain places and I had cards and thank you letters and family members coming to say, and there are other places I send them. Not a, not a word. Not a word of thank you. Brother, you may take your seat. So you see, that's a lie. But how great it is to work for the Lord. 
And you know, as I'm, I'm, I'm not very old, but I'm getting older. And I, 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 I sometimes I attend funerals. And sometimes I see people die. I see people dying. And as I'm seeing more of these things, I become happier that I'm a pastor. Each time we come to, to such a place, I become happy within me that I have lived my life serving the Lord. Oh yeah. I become more confident. And I realize that this is what people are. And everything you do on this earth just stays on earth. By the works that you're doing the Lord, you go across with them. I'm so happy. I'm so glad. But most people are deceived. Including our we also the pastors. Who the Lord showed me some time ago, he showed me, you are deceived. He told me, instead of sending people to go and sacrifice themselves, he said, he told me, you are, your eyes have opened to see where there is a throne and you have gone for it. Why don't you send people to also go so that they will also have thrones? Why are you, why are you, why are you not letting them also pay the price so that they also get to a, 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 a get an eternal weight of glory far better is it that you believe that these earthly things are more important as the pastor is that how your mind is working then there's something wrong with your mind that's why i'm preaching you see that's why every time you come to church, i keep on preaching about this doing the work of the lord doing the because there's strong reception out there people look at me and maybe today the church is successful so they think that okay yeah no I've fought many uphill battles to stand and to stay and to continue ministering and to keep on preaching. And now I'm sending people, I'm sending them, go here, go here, go here. Go to places. Go and also pay the price for God. Give your life, except the seed die. It abides alone. You must also pay a price. I can't pay your price for you. You have to pay your price for yourself. It's a strong deception. Very strong. It's, it's far better to work for earthly rewards. If you see somebody in Geneva and you say, come from Geneva and please come and stay in Techiman to come and be a pastor there. From Geneva to Techiman, you are laughing. Does it sound appropriate to you? But maybe I'm actually transferring the person from a very low rank in heaven to a very high rank in heaven. That's actually what it's But the world has made it the other way around. And Satan has emphasized that and has given us many things for us to do with our lives. So we think up is down and down is up. We think right is wrong. And we think left is right and right is left. And black is white and white is black. But it's not true. It's a lie. Pinch the person next to you. And tell the person that man is talking to you in case you think he's talking to somebody else. I think I'll just give you two points and then we'll close. The next one is the secular education of man is more important than the teaching of the word of God. It's also secular education. That is, if you educate somebody, it's more important. In fact, it's more helpful more productive, more useful to teach him how to read and write and to teach him you get it? Physics, literature, geography it's more profitable than to teach him. John 3.16 John 1.12 Romans 3.23 What does Romans 3.23 do for you in your practical life? And that's why I say our church is not a school and our church's vision is not to have a school or to have schools or universities 
Because it's a different thing. It's very close. It's a, you see, education is a very good thing. I myself was educated by a church. I'm a product of a Catholic school. I mean, I thank God for the Catholic schools. Without the Catholics, the Methodists and so on, we would not have, my wife went to Methodist school. What a great thing they have done for us. But you see, the Catholic Church didn't give me Christ. They gave me a good education. And in fact, they have helped this country so much. Without them, many of us would not be educated. We may not even be alive because they have kept us alive. The other deceptions are it's more important to care for the physical body than to care for the soul. It's more important to care for the physical body than to care for the soul. That's the third and the last deception. So it's more important for me to be a doctor, you get it, than to be a pastor. It looks more, more, more important. So sometimes we pastors, we are under great pressure. Because you see, if I open a school, and when I say this, don't misunderstand, we are not against schools and we have a school. Right. Our church has a school. We have spent millions and millions of cities on a school to have a school. And we are going, growing gradually to JSS and all those things. We are going on it. But it's a side thing. It's not our main thing. It's a very side issue as far as we are concerned. But it sounds more important. It looks more important to have set up a school or a university. I mean, do you think when I open a church at a a suboy, the minister of uh, education will come for the inauguration? Or any of the ministers of the government will come. They will rather ask us to be more relevant to the society. Putting education as a substitute for the preaching of the cross is an insult to Jesus Christ. It's an insult. You are telling him that his cross and the preaching of the cross can be substituted. That sacrifice that he paid, the price that he paid, can be substituted by human education of a man. No. It can never be. The cross of Christ, looking after people's body, providing them with boreholes, is not the same as preaching to them. Recently, I was in Kumasi and I was finished preaching and I told them, they said, I told them, you see, 20 years ago, I was preaching like this in the university. And I said, I hope that in 20 years, you people will still be preaching like that. In the university. And I said, you should thank God that I didn't come here to just open a borehole. Because I could have easily become a borehole opener. I just go to places I'll be opening. And I say, I, I believe that I'm doing more. Because you see, but when you say this, it almost looks as though, hey, I mean, what is that? Recently, somebody wrote some articles about me that say education, this and that and that and so on. So it almost looks like, hey, what is he saying? Does he know what he's saying? Hey, is he, are you sure he's not wrong? Are you sure? Whatever. Because Satan's deception are so strong and it's so close. It's so close that it looks like the same thing. But it's not the same. Preaching the gospel for people to be saved is from teaching them That's right. physics, geography, English language, English literature. It's very different, but it's close. Human compassion is an affront to the cross of Jesus Christ. It is not the same. Looking after uh, orphans, looking after uh, uh, homeless, looking after refugees is different from presenting them with the gospel of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. They are different things, but they are very similar. Both look like somebody who cares. They are so close like this, but it's different. 
Careful. I said, careful. Careful. And that is why you people here, you must understand what the church is about. So that when you are supporting, you support it well. And you support us to build churches. And to plant churches. And to have crusades. And to preach to people. If we supply the whole of Ghana with water. And we supply the whole of Ghana with electricity. And we supply the whole of Ghana with geography, knowledge of geography, history, English language, literature, and whatever. And we don't tell them that except they are born again, they will not go to heaven. We are the greatest deceivers. First of all, we must deliver them the gospel. If we have time or money, we will build a school for them. If there is some money or some time, we will do a hospital for them. That's why our church has a school. And that's why we have a, a clinic as well in the, in the making. And that's why we remember the poor. That's why we minister to the homeless. We run clinics. We do so many things. But it's not our main, our main, when you do our church, eh, it's churches, church planting, preaching, doing the work, ministry. That's the main aspect of this church. That is the main thing. And, and it's in our constitution. Nobody should ever wake up to try and change it. And try that we become like mainly, our focus is now, you know, uh, trying to really establish now. And I'm not saying that anybody who has built a university or has built a school has done anything wrong. Everybody and his calling. Some people, maybe they are called to do such things. And I'm talking about our our calling here. Yeah, everybody has a different calling. Amen. It's close. Very close. But I went to a good school. I went to the the best secondary school in Ghana. Completely the best secondary school in Ghana. Achimota School. No other school comes near it. The other schools are like college, I mean, just minor institutions. Especially in Fancy Pem. They are very, you know. And I went to a very good primary school. But I still didn't know Christ. But I thank God for the Ministry of Scripture Union. They found me Christ. And, and Paul said, I count all things but down. How down that I may know Jesus Christ. And what I'm saying, it may not sound important, but as you one day approach the gates of eternity, where are my geography notes? We don't use geography notes in heaven. We don't geography notes in heaven at all. Ah, where, are my, where are my literature notes? Where are my, 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 my biology? Where are my biology? Biology notes. Except the man is born again. Except your name is in the book of life. Without the shedding of blood, there is no sin. Without faith, you cannot please God. Without it, you can, you can do without education. You can do without that. You can do without so But without faith, you can never please God. Never. Never. Oh, yeah. I didn't study architecture like our brother here. But I'm doing well without it. I can, I can live my life without learning architecture. But without faith, I can't make it. Without the shedding of blood, I can't make it. Without him, I can do nothing. He is the one I cannot do without. I can do without all these other things. That's why people look at me when I say, doctor, I say, ah, but how? I how? The noble profession. And then one day somebody came and showed me, said that there is a list of professions 
the most respected to the least respected. He said that the most respected are judges, followed by, I think, doctors and things like that. Then politicians and pastors are down. <laughs> so it's like I have moved from a highly respected profession to a low respected profession. But I'm not looking for the honor of man. What it is? It's a deception. It's a deception. The honor of man is so short-lived. They can write on your tombstone this and that and that. They can make it marble. They can make it all that. But it doesn't matter what type of tombstone you have. It matters where you are going. Whether you are going to heaven or hell. That's what matters. It doesn't matter if man honors you. No man has honored me. Politicians have not honored me. God has shown me not to trust any politician, whether NPP or NDC. I don't trust them. All of them. Tell them I don't trust them. I tell them I don't. I don't mind. I don't trust them. I don't. And I've learnt it the hard way. All of their politicians playing games with people. I don't need any man's honor. That's why when I do program, I don't invite. Our community, we are about to put lights. We are going to, we are, we are, we are doing our own lights. We are just taking over the, what do you call it? This toilet that we've made here, it's there. They have taken all the toilet bowls out. They've stolen everything. They've ransacked the whole place. Can you believe it? Something that we have built and given to this government. They have destroyed the whole thing there. We have of our own accord given televisions to, to the people. For them to watch the World Cup and for their own community, whatever. We are about to put street lights. We are making cures for all them. We are just, it's just a, we are just blessing them. It's just something that we are doing. We don't need any. We don't want any politicians to come and stand here. And start, no, no, don't clap. Don't clap here. So any politicians to come and stand, smile and say, "We we are thankful that uh, the church has uh, gotten involved in these uh, community projects, and uh, we would like other churches to emulate their example, so that." Um, you know, there will be a more enhancement of the community and then other interchurch relationships will be developed. No. We don't need that. What did God say? He said, I will honor you because you have set your love on me. I will honor you. The world doesn't honor pastors. The world doesn't honor people who preach the gospel. The world honors politicians. The world honors uh, 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 scientists. The world honors uh, people who have a lot of money. The world honors rich people. And the world ridicules us. They make fun of us all the time. But God said, because you have set your love on me, I, the Lord, I will honor you. I will remember you. I will set you on high. I'm looking for God to honor me. And make sure that you also look out for God to honor you. Don't look for any man to honor you. But look up to the Lord that the Lord himself will honor you. And if God gives you honor. In fact, I tell you, when the glory of God appears, eh, all the human beings, all the presidents and the rich people and all the pomp and splendor, it will be like dust. It will be nothing before the smallest part of the glory of God. Because a man is truly nothing. One day I was watching a documentary about uh, Kennedy, the one who was shot. And they were talking about uh, the postmortem. And they were talking and said that the president's brain, they, they are slicing. The president's brain had uh, this thing here and he had this. And I was thinking that, hey, this great man, you see, they are holding his brain and they are slicing. They said that the president's brain had this on the left. And they are opening his body and removing it. It's like he's, hey, what is a man? What is man that thou art mindful of him? What is your life? a vapor and we are so big and we are so pompous he is the only one that matters the only thing is our mind and our heart and our love must be on him 
and not on this earth and what people think and what people say. Don't let the devil lie to you. He's lying to you all the time. Lying to you about the church. Lying to you about the work of God. Lying to you about everything. Don't give your time to this. Don't give your money to this. You are wasting your time. You've got to make more money. Come on, make more money. Come on, do this more. Get more of that. Get more of this. Get more of that. Get more. Do this. Run, run, run. Then suddenly, the doctor will tell you, you are dying. Then you say, ah, oh, oh, I have to come and serve God. Ah, I have to do this. But the time is up. You can't serve anything now. There's nothing you can do now. Don't let him lie to you. Satan's greater. He deceived the whole world. The Bible said, if it were not for the grace of God, even the elect will be deceived. It's very strong. It's so close. I say, if you want people to believe your lie, don't tell far out lie. Tell something close and mix it. Tell the truth sometimes and mix it. And you see that people will have a hard time to know whether you are ever telling the truth or telling the lie. Our time is up. Stand to your feet. All right. Are you glad you came to church? Lift your hand and bind the spirit of deception in your life. Bind the spirit of the enemy against your life in the name of Jesus. Break through, break out, break loose. In the name of Jesus, Satan, we bind your power. We bind, we bind the spirit of deception. We bind the lies of the devil. We bind the, the lies of the enemy. We bind it in Jesus' name. We reject it. We reject it. We reject it. We reject it. In the name of Jesus Christ, we break out of deception. We walk into truth. And we walk into light. And we walk into God's will and God's word. We prevail and we, we walk in the truth of God. Oh, that we may dwell in the house of the Lord and inquire in His temple. Father, I pray for your people that their eyes may be open, Lord. That spirit of spirit of receptivity, spirit of truth, Lord, may come. Spirit of counsel, spirit of your will, O oh God. Let deception be taken away, and let truth replace every lie. In Jesus' name. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, Pastor, somebody invited me to your church today, and as I came, I know deep down in my heart that I'm far from you. I know that I'm fine. I know that I don't even know you, but please pray for me. Pray with me. I want to give my life to God. I want to know Jesus. I don't want to go to hell. Pastor, I'm afraid. I don't know whether if I die tomorrow or today, whether I'll go to heaven or hell. Please pray with me today. I don't want to go to hell. Pray with me. I want to give my life to God. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. Just lift it up high. And I'm going to pray with you very quickly. Lift it up high. Pastor, pray with me. I want, to, I want to give my life to Jesus. I am not sure. I'm not sure. Pastor, pray with me. Lift it up high. God bless you. Over there. Everywhere. Lift it up high. All those who've lifted your hand, just run to me in the front quickly. Just come from the back. Come from the side. Come from wherever you are. Come right now to the front. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. Come. Come from the back. Come from the side. Come from wherever you are. Come to Jesus. God bless you, little girl. Come, clap for them as they come. Clap for them as they come. Pastor, Go ahead and pray with them. me. I want to give my life to God. Come, come, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. I surrender all. I surrender all. I surrender all. Come, come, come. Clap for them as they come. So many people are coming to the Lord. Come to Jesus. Come. You want to join them? Get out of your seat. Come quickly. Pastor, pray with me. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. I want to give my life to God. Pray with me, Pastor. Pray with me. Pray with me, please. Please pray with me. I want to give my life to God. Clap for them as they come. They're still coming. They're still coming. 
I surrender all. I surrender all. I surrender all. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for my sins. I realize, I realize that I don't know you. That I don't know you. But today, but today, I humble myself. I humble myself. I come to Jesus. I come to Jesus. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I come to you. I come to you. Just as I am. Just as I am. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please wash me. Please wash me. In the blood of the Lamb. In the blood of the Lamb. Please cleanse me. Please cleanse me. Today. Today. I receive you. I receive you. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. As my master. As my king, as my king, as my savior, as my savior, Jesus, Jesus, come into my heart, come into my heart, wash me, wash me with your blood, with your blood. From today, from today, I am yours. I am yours. I will follow you. I will follow. I will follow you, Jesus. 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 I will serve you, Jesus. I will serve you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Give them a mighty, mighty clap offering. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.